We'll talk about the history of Christmas on this bonus episode of Indie Thinker. Thanks so much for watching, liking, sharing, and subscribing. So, around this time every year, the bright lights go on over at TikTok and we're treated to renditions of reality about Christmas that will just say, sound like this. This fearsome character's name is Krampus, half goat, half demon, who's been around since pagan times and whose Krampus parade is most popular in Europe. Let's read a little more. Villagers of old used to believe that this Krampus and his evil elves, if you may, used to go around at night causing mayhem in communities, whipping lazy people and youngsters. Parents would practically scare their kids into behaving or else the legend of Krampus would come and get them. But as centuries passed, Christianity supplanted paganism and a new legend bloomed, the kind and benevolent Santa. But that's another story. Many people still honor and reverence the half-goated, half-demon. Perhaps because his character appeals to their wild side or just goes against the profound commercialism of Santa Claus. Either way, it's rude, you're pagan and evil and you need to stop celebrating this holiday. While I have a deep, not-so-secret, abiding affection for any method that makes my children obey, one does have to ask about equating child abuse with the average American celebration of Christmas. While mad atheists and misguided Gen Zers hardly make an impact on how most people are going to celebrate Christmas, I do think that there should be a healthy curiosity of what Christmas is all about and where we got the traditions that we have. When you do this, I hope it helps you appreciate Christmas even more, and I think it will. While it's true there is a connection between Christmas and the celebration of the winter solstice, which is derived from the Roman festival of Saturnalia, a time of worshiping Saturn, the god of agriculture, there's a revisionist narrative, too, that plagues society today and wants to conflate things from the past with things from the present too much, like, say, present racism with past racism and act as though there's no progress that's been made. This is done with the date of Christmas and the date of the birth of the Son of God Invictus, or Soul Invictus. While there are small similarities, the conflation of these two are sophomoric attempts to play upon people's ignorance of basic historical facts. So here's the real story of some of our mo most beloved Christmas traditions. So let's start with Santa Claus. Saint Nick, or Santa Claus as he's known today, was a bishop in the 4th century uh, in Asia Minor, now called Turkey. He was a wealthy man due to his family status. And he gave generously to the poor. He even reputedly punched a heretic at the Council of Nicaea, making him my hero forever. I like to picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. Many stories surround his life, including some wild miracle stories, but most importantly, he was well reputed for his generosity, giving gifts to kids and even helping prostitutes and sailors who were destitute. For all of his Christian kindness, he became a saint of the church and a feast day was dedicated to him. The Dutch borrowed the stories of St. Nick and continued to celebrate the feast day dedicated to him on December 6th. Uh, it was a common practice for children to put out their shoes the night before, in the morning, and then they would discover gifts that St. Nicholas had left for them. So Dutch immigrants brought the legend of St. Nicholas, known to them as St. Nicholas, or Santa Claus, to America in the 1700s, and would later become Santa Claus. Not such a bad dude to remember, I don't think. Right, let's talk about something else, something we don't talk about very often as associated with Christmas, peace. So Saturnalia was a hedonistic time where food and drink were plentiful and normal Roman social order was turned upside down. For a month, enslaved people were given temporary freedom and treated as equals. Businesses and schools were closed so that everyone could participate in the holiday festivals. The birth of Jesus was accompanied with a promise of peace as well, but much different. 
So, however, unlike the pagan idea of freedom that's in Saturnalia, Jesus did not come to liberate the Jews from their Roman oppressors. He came to set people free spiritually. So, suffice to say, the peace that Jesus offers in the biblical accounts of his birth is vastly different than the kind of peace that's offered in the Saturnalia festival. Now, the next thing is trees, because we think we know the story here, but perhaps you don't know this. The festival of Saturnalia spread over the known world and began to take life of its own, and eventually evolved into becoming the winter solstice celebrations that took place all over the world. While it is believed that the Romans decorated with garland and evergreens, it is certain that the decoration of trees comes from the 16th century in Germany. It's widely I held belief that Martin Luther, the 16th century Protestant reformer, first added lighted candles to a tree after he was walking toward his home one winter evening, and he was composing a sermon. He was awed by the brilliance of the stars twinkling through the evergreens. So to recapture this scene for his family, he erected a tree in the main room of his home, wired its branches with lighted candles, and boom, a fire broke out and destroyed their whole home. I'm just kidding. So let's talk about the next thing. While the giving of gifts at this time of year has a connection to Saturnalia, because gift giving was done at the end of their festival, um, gift giving has been a practice since time in memoriam. Just think Eve giving that apple to Adam. There's one major difference, though. Gift giving to a pagan god was always different than the kind of gift giving that took place when the Magi came to Jesus in the manger. The gift giving of the pagans was always meant as appeasement, so that their crops would grow or so that the gods wouldn't send disaster upon them. But the gifts that the Magi gave to Jesus were actually just a gift in honor of who God is. They were seeing him for the first time. He had revealed himself, and so they wanted to honor who he was. In this way, the Magi were practicing what Christians perceive as real worship even today. We worship God not because of what he can do for us, but because of who he is and how he's revealed himself to us. Besides all of that, quit being a Scrooge. Ah, humbug. It's good that you feel bad and you need to give grandma a gift around Christmas time. So do it and start bringing joy to the world. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. The final thing is this. Even if you don't buy into the distinctions between Christian celebrations of Christmas and pagan holidays, I think you should rejoice in the cultural appropriation of Christmas. We hijacked a spiritually bankrupt holiday and turned it into something beautiful that people can celebrate each year. And you get out of school and work for it. So you're welcome. And perhaps you might even actually think about doing something charitable around this time of year. So I think I'm glad Jesus destroyed Saturnalia. Take that, Saturn. You just got schooled, son. But what you should know is as early as 200 AD, there are records of the early church celebrating the birth of Jesus on December 25th. Not purely to hijack a pagan holiday, but importantly, because it was a companion celebration to the death of Jesus, which the church historically celebrated on March 25th. So the moral of the story is this, is there's way more to it, but don't let activists hijack history. I realize most of us put our head down and we just do Christmas because it's what we've always done. And I personally don't care if you celebrate it or not. But knowing these things has made Christmas even more powerful for me, and I hope it will for you too. However, even if you don't celebrate Christmas and you're a Christian, I think the least we can do is find a creative way to celebrate the birth of Jesus in a way that least mirrors some of the, the nod and the respect we're giving to the story around the Christmas time. And if nothing else, say Merry Christmas to as many people as you possibly can, especially to a leftist, so that they'll freak out for being triggered. President of the United States of America, Donald Merry Christmas, everyone. 
and may God bless your celebration. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.